Oh, Billy, how many deer did you get this summer? Uh, and the summer. well, summer's not over. Well, I mean, obviously the got, summer's not over. Obviously it's not over. I still got three weeks left. I know when the vernal equinox is, of course. I'm, I'm getting about eight a week. Yeah? Yeah. Eight deer? Eight, eight deer a week. Son yeah. of a gun. That's a yeah, lot well, of deer. I lived right next to the senior center. Oh, they are they're infested with deers. They're old la- little ladies and old gentlemen. Oh boy! Now the listener doesn't. The listener doesn't know this, but at the beginning of the summer, I issued you a challenge. Uh, we were gonna. I knew that coming up on the bag calendar. Them and tag them as many as you can get. You said we had the deer hunter at the end of uh, the summer, and I thought as a fun competition, we could see who took down the most deer. Yeah, how many have you killed? You're how saying many old that, people have you killed? Boy, I know I went straight for the animal and I didn't kill any of them because Dude, they're not even in season yet. I don't think. I think yeah, that's that, like a and fall that's, thing. That's that was really the fucking. So what you're doing is into. illegal. But I didn't get any. That's why because I kept uh, waiting. Every I call you know the town. And I go, hey, is it deer season? They go, no. Uh, and I go, okay. And I call back the next day, and it's the hell has not happened yet. But can't you just you're telling ask me to tell you which day it was? But we're burying the lead here. You're going eight eight elderly women a week, average, average. So I mean, minimum. No, it's not just all women. Whoever's in the street, whoever happens to be walking down the street when I drive by. Now, are you confirming that they're all deers? I don't know. They look. They got white hair, gray hair, no hair. Mm. Hit them with the car, and I move on. I okay. do a loop around the street and I go back to my driveway. Try and then I look- can see the fire trucks and the ambulance come down yeah. the street, obviously. Because uh, here's, the, here's the thing, Sean. They use their lights and their sirens even when they don't particularly have to. Well, it's I mean, not those, a busy street. It's not a busy street. They don't. They got to use the light. That. They can't use the sirens. A lot of those older older people are uh, hard of hearing, so the lights are really giving them. Especially the now that I killed them all. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> boy. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony. And we're back. Two boys in a balcony. It's me, Sean Sullivan, joined as always by... Good evening. Oh, Vincent Price. No, I'm doing a Vincent Price thing. Oh, good I'm sorry. evening. It's Vincent Price. No, oh. what does Vincent Price sound like? He was more like yes, a, and Vincent oh, yeah, Price. A lot. Said, oh, give me the tomatoes. Nope. <laughs> the potatoes. What yeah, do you think? That's... You think he'd say tomatoes and tomatoes? Oh, Vincent let's call Price. the whole thing off. And by that, I mean this podcast. Yeah, obviously. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here. We're dog days of summer. Bill, as we record this, my All children right, are Florence watching. And the machine. They're watching Despicable Me in the living room so as to be quiet so that I can the, provide you people. Oh, the OG. The original. Yeah. My wife's back to work. My kids are home with me for another week. What's uh so, when do they start school? They start mm, Tuesday next week? No, Wednesday. Do they? Yeah, they get Labor Day and then they get an extra day off. These goddamn my teachers. Niece, my niece starts Tuesday next week, but yeah. her cousins started today. Yeah, my wife started today. In Hull. Yeah, he sounds like and you got to move to Hull. That seems batshit. Well, they got to get 
they got to get the kids in early in hall so that they can get them out of clear out in time to open up the intasket, you know, get the, oh, get the maybe. roller coaster going. Oh, the dude, they really should get the roller coaster in the carousel. Well, they have the carousel, but they could use the roller coaster back. Yeah. What's stopping people from just building roller coasters? Why has it got to be at a six height place? restrictions? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, it zoning is. laws, yep. <laughs> Yeah, license so and fees city council yeah no I just uh uh just the upfront cash alone i think is probably prohibiting most yeah, people yeah you really gotta lay out some cash you gotta have land and blueprints mm, you ever damn. get blueprints made out of anything you want to get done schematics Did yeah pay I, for schematics absolutely it was absolutely absurd <laughs> right, well try doing it for a roller coaster on land you don't own haven't even considered i hadn't even thought of that like, My so only how, experience... how high can we go 12 feet 12 feet? That's not even... We're going to have to go down. We're going to have to go down. And you start digging out a Underwater basement. Underwater roller coaster, Sean. Basement roller coaster. Money-making idea. You're a roller coaster guy, Bill? I don't know this about you. You like the, I you like the thrills in the... I roller coaster. I yeah. also enjoy a bad roller coaster. Oh, okay. Yeah. Say the yeah, similar... I like roller coasters. So you feel about roller coasters the way you feel about film. We like it all. We just enjoy no, the No, I prefer a bad film over a bad roller coaster. A bad yeah. horror film. I don't know if I've ever been on a bad roller coaster, to be honest with you. What would necessitate uh, it being think. a bad? How would it be bad if I die? When I was if, a kid, I went when on. I was maimed? They, they had at Paragon, so they had the old wooden one. Oh, sure. And then they had the Cyclone. Oh. Which was like this old metal one. That yep. It kind of was like just big circles almost. And I was like 12 years old. And I got on the thing and the. the you know, the kid that was running the thing was maybe two years older than me. Not lasted out of his mind. Not by a lot. And the the fucking bar didn't like lock down. Oh, it was like, oh, just hold on. And Fair it enough. was it was Sound not advice. Great. I did hold on, but uh, I caved in my chesticle. Oh, on the, on the uh, when it ended, it just stopped short. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're but, going. To, you're heading up. You're heading up New Hampshire way in uh, going up to the uh, live free or die state. A week, folks. Next week, a rerun. I know you're going to be upset. You're excited for it. It's uh, a summer classic that deals with ponds up in New Hampshire. That's right. One pond in particular that apparently isn't real. It but was you're actually going, in North Carolina. You're going to a real pond or to a real, a real state, at least. What do you, got, what do you got planned? What do you got plans on the New Hampshire trek? The McMorris uh, Kangamangas Highway. We're, in we're gonna, no, we're not. Are we doing the Kangamangas? Are you going to Sandersville? You going to Storyland? Wolfsboro? What's up in Wolfsboro? Uh, we're on a lake. We're going to do lake things. Oh, you're going to get a get a rope swing. Yeah. Yeah, tie a tire, you know. Well, I'm not going to get a rope swing. If they have a rope swing, I'll use it. You're going to But I'm not going to personally go get one and You're going to live out your, your grown-ups uh, and grown-ups two fantasies. Oh, you th maybe they're filming Grown Ups Three while we're up. There. Oh, imagine so if I wound up in Grown Ups Three by some strange coincidence. If that happens and you don't call me, I'm gonna be fucking. Pissed. Oh, dude, I would have you up there immediately. I believe. And then we do a balcony on the lake. <laughs> we got Sandler in. <laughs> Kevin James is trying to do his sneeze fart burp at the same time. You see that picture of Sandler walking around the Louvre? Yeah, dude, fucking, he's fucking a fucking awesome the king, dude. dude. Love that dude. He's the king. Yeah. You know, Sandler's not putting on pants for nobody. No. Just some basketball shorts down to the fucking, just above the ankle. Love it. I Yeah, dude, the Adam Sandler resurgence in the last couple of years has been really tremendous. That stand-up yeah. special was awesome. Uh, stand-up special was so good, dude. 
And then he really did, did you ever see his uh, when he won Best Actor at the Indie Spirit Awards for Uncut Gems? And all he did was just know. shit on the Academy. It was so good. It's yeah. really, really funny. And he's just like, and I want to thank the Academy Awards for not even honoring me. It's so bitter and just fucking, it's really funny. Oh, but the Sandman, he's from New Hampshire. Really he wild that he by. did not get nominated for Uncut Insane. Gems. That should, that should have won Best Picture. I think that yeah, movie's better really than Parasite. I, um, and I love Parasite. Parasite's great. I, Uncut Gems is, uh, that's mine for that year. Sorry, folks. He's not going to change his mind. We'll see in 30 weeks. Unless nope, a lot of you come at him, in which case he will absolutely change his mind. If more than three to five people on the internet come at you. Yeah, it doesn't take much. And you change everything, right? Yeah. Just like, well. My, my, my opinions and thoughts, they're not. <laughs> uh, it's a house of dust. I, you know, I don't really give Grass a Grass in the winds, my good man. Yeah, I got I have no uh, no uh, morals or any kind of standards. Oh, that's nice for your kids to hear when they listen it's to podcasts good. in a little while. Yeah, I'm assuming Wednesday morning when it drops, they got it on. Yeah, usually that's usually sitting what in the back of the car on the way to school with the headphones on, poking me in the eye. I'm sleeping. They're going, Dad, Dad, it didn't post. It didn't post. It didn't post. <laughs> Uncle Billy's gonna be pissed. <laughs> And then I wake up and I got 19 text messages. Where's the fucking podcast? What the hell happened with the voices? I spent 12 hours putting your face on Diane Keaton's body. I go, how did that take 12 hours? One hour to do it. 11 hours to get hard. What? I'm saying it took you a long time to get hard. It does not take that long to get hard. To look at a picture of Diane Keaton with my head on it? To finish it takes a while. Okay. It's because I'm so experienced. Yeah. I'm an experienced lover. That's why you got to kill them old ladies. What happened? All right, we anyway, had, uh, we're talking what? We had some tracks misaligned. Was it last week or the week before? And you Dude, I don't know. I definitely put so it. little effort into this. But, it's, I mean, isn't it just right at Squadcast? Didn't they fuck it up? No, that was me. All right. So we could talk about this off air, but the way Squadcast right, works is let's do it off it, air then. It re- no, we're going to do it now. No, it records each of the business unless we're you getting it up, revenue from them. Oh, we are. Uh, Spreaker. Join Spreaker now and make money from your podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Use offer code thing. Audible uh, at uh, <laughs> podcast.com and yeah, get stamps. Yeah, see what happens. And Casper Mattress will show up. Eh, give uh, it a go. Uh, yeah, use the offer code balcony and you'll get your free digital scale if you're still uh, trying to get some stamps. Stamps. <laughs> if yeah. you're still into that. Dude, how many digital scales did stamps.com buy that they're still dude, giving those all, things away? Yeah, it's just all going to drug dealers, dude. They're just like, dude, dude we ordered way too many of these fucking things. Like, Call up give my... it to your buddy that sells drugs. I don't know. Give use it. it. Give it to the South Shore boys. Let them sell. They'll give it to their fucking fans. Somebody, hey, we gotta get rid of these. Nancy Ragan stamps. Oh well, that's the thing or is that you don't it. need them. But what you do need is a working printer and ink, which is way more expensive than a fucking going down to the post office and getting stamps. Uh, I mailed four things this month. It cost me ninety five dollars in uh, in ink cartridges for my Epson printer. And then $120 in gas to get to the post office. No, that's the beauty of it. The postman comes right up to your, your oh, mailbox. Oh, they still come to your house? Well, I they mean, I got to... coming to my house after... I got to catch the, them. 
after the restraining order got well, filed. I mean, yeah, well, you were fucking, you were, you were fucking, 1996, you were fucking high on the Ted Kaczynski fucking hog. You were fucking mailing. Nah. nah, he took out a uh, restraining order on me because every time I see my mailman, <laughs> I go up and I go, thank you for your service. And he just, you go. Fuck, he was like, all right, dude. Yeah, it's Yo, funny. Yeah, it's you got funny. any, uh, you got any leftover uh, Nat Geo's in there? Like, hey, you got you uh, you deliver mail to anybody famous? You give me their address. You you, you ever have to uh, be on the on my podcast? You ever deliver any? You ever deliver any porno to people? Can you tell if it's if it's sex toys in a box? So how do you figure that out? Is anybody ever, anybody anybody subscribing to Penthouse Forum still? Do you, hey, you have a break? That? You have a break in your customer's house when you know they're not home and steal shit. They have to tell you, by the way, if if you ask them that. Because oh yeah, it's like an undercover public, cop. Public servants. Absolutely. So, and we have support. fun. Get out there and ask questions. Yeah, Louis, uh, Louis, uh, the Lovejoy, or whatever the fuck that guy's name is. He's doing a great job running our postal service. What do you think? Uh, uh, mailboxes too blue. You think we should change the colors? Oh, uh, the ones that uh, I put my illegal ballots in. Just. Boxes that you've been stuffing. Yeah, remember when they oh, remember stuffing them over there? Remember, remember right before the 2020 presidential election? Of course, we relive it every day. When they were like, uh, "Oh uh, yeah, uh, there's too many mailboxes," so they just started taking mailboxes off the streets. Yeah, yep, just get rid of them. Cool country. It's very cool. good. Good one. One of the better ones. <laughs> it's great stuff. It goes like Estonia, us, Iran. Living through it. I keep reading the script and I'm going, this is not going to play well. And uh, it just happens. This is, this is Seinfeld season one. Okay. This one's going to be lucky if it makes it to season two, but then season what two. What is the deal? Oh, man. That's great stuff. All right. We watched some films this week, but guess what? Psst, we didn't. We You'll did, notice. but not the. We fought, and listen, we're hitting yeah, we you with it. another balcony classic. You're going to get to. Prove two years ago, baby. You're gonna to get to relive Kazalantine once more. I think the obviously last the final, the final Kazalantine. Uh, this week we're celebrating the 51st Academy Awards. They were held April 9th, 1979, at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion. They were hosted by Dorothy Chandler, John Carson. Get the hell out of here! Was that's he related right. to Johnny Carson? Oh yeah, that's right, Johnny Carson. <laughs> I didn't want to get so casual. I don't know the man. I've been in his childhood home, John Carson. You were uh, you were uh, in his uh, festival, right? Didn't you do the Great American? I did. Yep, at the Johnny Carson Theater in. Is that uh, what Nor- it is? Great American Festival Comedy in North Fork, Nebraska. They take you to his childhood home. You got to and, go to his yeah. childhood home and rip something off the walls. Take a piece. Uh, of I mean, the ho- house is empty. Is it empty? <laughs> is... No one lives there. Nobody lives there. No furniture. Nothing. There is a Johnny Carson Museum. We also went there. Uh, I want to say this. I don't. Uh, Johnny Carson means absolutely nothing to me. <laughs> yeah, he's no David moved. Letterman. No, Conan O'Brien, love David Letterman, yeah. love. Even Jay Leno means more to me than Johnny Carson. It's just yeah. I'm too young for him to You're have been a part young, of my life. Sean. You're too hip. I keep trying right? every every night. I go to bed. I go, dear God, make me. You're older. too hip. You're like, give me Carson Daly. Who is this Johnny Carson fella? I just want a couple of years so I can get closer to retirement. Instead, I wake up and my hip has been replaced by a wasp's nest. It's just you. Uh, you must have been bad. all over the VMAs, right? That's your generation. 
I did watch a lot of the VMAs. The VMAs, of did course, really? happened uh, as we recorded. I thought it was last a goof. Night. I saw it. I saw it trending on Twitter. Yeah, and I, said, I didn't a goof. I wouldn't. I couldn't even tell you how to begin to watch that. Big goof at me on. This. I watched. Uh, I watched a, last night. I watched a film uh, from next week's or the next episode's run of uh, of uh, pictures nominees. A breaking oh, away. Did you? That's what I well, did instead of the VMAs. I watched a bicycle movie from the eighties. 70s 70s i believe right 79 so. 79 yep good feeling. yeah it's a it's a great flick really one uh, of the uh, best movies i've ever seen holy moly <clears throat> yeah i loved it okay but that's not what we're here to talk about we're here to talk about the year before that's the 52nd academy awards this, this is the 51st before, not the year after we uh, to talk da, about da, da, da. great puppet caper how did, uh, all still, how did they all get together for one caper like that? Well, Charles Grodin and a band of beautiful jewel thieves really kind of moved the plot along on that one. Uh, all uh, right. Uh, That's the episode. Well, I'm just saying, you asked. I'm just fucking letting you know, you dickhead. I was more riffing than asking. That was a bit. Uh, this, was... The, uh, this Academy Awards was the final public appearance of uh, John Wayne. Oh, and then he... He went private for for a long time. Yeah, and then he just we we just disappeared, and we never heard. And from then him he again. died from cancer, lung cancer. Uh, two months later, he dies from stomach cancer complications. Uh, he uh, he presented best picture. Um, Was he an asshole while he did it? Oh, most certainly. I said, "Up, Bill Grubb. I'm gonna um, present best picture." But they they all stood up. They said, "John Wayne." They all, "Oh, yeah, I know that guy." Yeah, I've heard his name. He's like, yeah, right, Pilgrim. The nominees are Dear Evan Hansen. And he started drooling on himself and said the N-word. Yeah, because he was going through cancer, Sean. Come on, have a little bit no, of class in your life for one time. he was a racist. All right. In that case, as long as it's not a cancer riff. That's cool. Uh, Lawrence Olivier, King Vidor, they get honorable what? nominee. Uh, they get an honorable Oscars. Uh, Lawrence what Olivier for a remarkable Olivier career and body of work entertaining audiences through the medium of film. And King Who's Vidor. That? King Vidor. He directed The Champ and other uh, movies from, back from in like the Champ? 30s. From Our Champ with Wallace yeah, with, Berry? Uh, Wally, Wally, Wally B. Um, yeah, he was King Vitor was in a bunch. He was in the mix. The name's in those familiar. Early, early Academy Awards. Um, and then finally made, they said, "All right, just give him one." We got you know what? Fuck out. You know what? Here. We ordered extra trophies by mistake. Let's get rid of this these things. Piece of shit. <laughs> this asshole. King All right, we give him the trophy and then he's out. Yeah, Fucking King Vita. Um, yeah, he also filmed all the black and white, uh, segments of the Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. That's right. Good job. I'm just learning. I should have done all of this work beforehand, but I didn't. No, it so. doesn't matter. We already did the deer hunter. This is just a compendium. <clears throat> oh, yeah. We got to Well, we got to talk about, uh, you know, who wins the best director? Michael Camino for the deer hunter. Who wins the best supporting actor? Christopher Walken for the deer hunter. Yeah, good stuff, dude. Deer hunter uh, fucking rips. Yeah, Deer Hunter is a great film. Uh, check your feeds. We've reposted that episode. Christopher Walken wins Best Supporting. He beats Bruce Dern for Coming Home. 
Richard Farnsworth for Comes a Horseman. What? That's gross. That cannot be the name of a movie. That's gross. You said it on the mic on the podcast. Oh, damn. It's a Janie Fonda, James Conn flick. Directed by Alan Pakula. Damn, I like Alan Pakula. I might have to check out Comes a Horseman. Uh, John Hurt for Midnight Express and Jack Warden for Heaven Can Wait. Not a bad bunch of nominees in there. Bruce Dern's great. Midnight Express, dude. John Hurt. Jack Warden, love Jack Warden in a movie that I did not like. Uh, Maggie Smith. Uh, what movie? What was he in? Heaven Can Wait. Ah. Uh, Maggie Smith wins Best Supporting Actress. Dame Maggie Smith. To you, if you're nasty. If you're nasty. She beats Diane Cannon for Heaven Can Wait. Penelope Milford. mean Diane Keaton. Fucking idiot. Nope. Watch a movie uh, for once in your life. Maureen Stapleton for Interiors. I think you mean Achy. Maureen O'Hara, you idiot. Oh, Edith Parker, you say. Archie. She you was nominated for what? Is that Maureen? That's Maureen Stapleton, right? No. Is it Maureen Stapleton? Yeah, that's not. Oh, Archie. Is that she not? Is she not? No, that's not. Who the fuck is Edith Bunker? Are you sure? <laughs> I'm not sure. I like I you know what I love oh. most about Dead Air on a podcast is that it quickly gives you a reason to turn away. Yeah. Who the fuck was in all of the Gene family? Gene Stapleton. Gene Stapleton. I'm a fucking moron. Maureen Stapleton. I'm over here going, ah, gee, it's not even the same lady. Well, anyway, she lost. Meryl Streep uh, nominated for the Deer Hunter. <laughs> Do you know what? She probably would have won if she did uh, Edith Bunker. Ah, gee. People loved her. Uh, our sweet, sweet, sweet. Sweet Jane. Velvet Underground. Uh, Coming Home. Jane Fonda wins Best Actress. She beats Ingrid Bergman, Ellen Burstyn, Jill Claiborne, and Geraldine Page. I think she deserved it. Yeah, I think she always deserves it. I think she is, in retrospect, Coming Home was very good. Uh, the hottest person that's ever fucking lived. I don't know about that, but... Because like the race, I don't, race, I don't okay. uh, you know, pick people out and go. Oh, lies, one hundred percent lies. I give you a the rating. fucking. <laughs> I give you a rating. Your fucking nose just grew through the like, camera on your fucking computer, especially just, at a time when Sally failed. Nineteen seventy, Sally failed was around. Your nose just grew so well. That's next year. Oh, your why nose just, is it because of my religious affiliation? Uh, Jane Fonda, hotter than Sally Field. So I uh, so you saw coming home before, right? I have seen it a long time ago. I was not able to rewatch it because guess what? It's not available. Sexy film. John Voight wins Best Actor. He beats uh, Warren Beatty for Heaven Can Wait. Gary Busey for the Buddy Holly story. Dude, fucking Buddy Holly story is a great film. Yeah, from what I remember watching it a bunch of times in my twenties. Um, that was one of the movies that used to always be on like HBO. Yeah, Gary Busey's a weird thing because for me, Gary Busey is today Gary Busey. Oh, yeah, absolutely, dude. Like when but I think now... of Gary Busey, I think of a fucking lunatic. But but every time he shows up in a movie, he's fucking awesome. He's so yeah. good. He was, he was he in The was Firm. Really he was great. Actor, dude. Uh, and then, you know, probably Just out wasn't of mind. So fucking whatever. You know, everybody's got their issues, but. Hey. Some of them are just more public, Sean. Some of them fucking have you have paparazzi following you around when you have Amen. Bad shit. Amen. But anyways, Amen. that crazy picture of him with the hair didn't help either. No, 
Yeah. But wow. he's great in the Buddy Holly story. Hey, you yeah, know what? That's the day of the music that. That's what well, uh that was what Don McLean was singing about. Bye bye, Miss I fucked the American Pie. Robert De Niro for the Deer Hunter loses and Lawrence Olivier for the boys from Brazil. Which uh I, I don't know what that is. I think that's some kind of Nazi hunter movie. Yeah, it's uh I think it's the uh searching for Nazis in Brazil. Yeah, Gregory Peck, Lawrence Olivier. That sounds fun. Didn't watch it. Ah, uh, De Niro and the Deer Hunter. Fuck, dude. So good. But then, not, oh, yeah. So let's get our Deer Hunter thoughts out of the way. Uh, it is by far, hands down. One of the best movies ever made, I think. I mean, it's the only winner for this week, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, it's... Nothing even comes close. And I like one of dude, the other movies that, that first, I've seen. Like that first... Uh... First hour at the the first wedding. hour with the wedding and shit, I think, is so incredible. Yeah, it's, it's uh, shot so so. I'm gonna dare I say a beautifully, woo-hoo. just like that the the blue collar, like the Pennsylvania steel town. Oh yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. like it just uh, juxtaposition of the. It's great. Yeah, I said uh, like juxtaposition, like putting one thing and then switching it with another or something. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great film, dude. It's like three films. Yep. Yeah, it's three hours long. Uh, each hour, its own fucking thing. And, Incredible uh, cast. It's really good. It's just good. The, if you haven't seen The Deer Hunter, watch The Deer Hunter. The, one of my favorite scenes in a movie with the, before the wedding when they're in the in the pool hall or in the bar and they start doing, oh, pretty baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, Christopher yeah, Walken yeah. going off. So good, dude. Um, like when you see, you know, because I, when I first knew of Christopher Walken, it was like older. Like I, sure. I never watched it, like Deer Hunter when I was younger, and so it was always like older and weirder, dude. But then you see him in this, and he's just like a fucking young stud, dude. And he's, he's, uh... he's incredible. And it turns out that even as a like an older weird guy like this like jokey Christopher Walken thing that we're yeah you know the Saturday Night Live of Christopher Walken, uh, still fucking awesome. He's still good in movies. Yeah, he's when great. He shows up in movies. Uh, he's but great. You can see you can see how like when it's like how did someone get a career like this the role in this movie that yeah. explains everything that Christopher Walken needs to do. For sure, like, and he was in. So good. Uh, he's uh, he's the best part of Annie Hall, I think. He's got he's that the best one part of a lot of movies. He's got that one really weird scene in Annie Hall that's really good. We can't uh, go back to Annie Hall though because of legal. Yeah, Leo, legally we cannot. But we can talk about the nominees for Best Picture at the Fifty First Academy Awards. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Coming Home, directed by Hal Ashby. The wife of Marine serving in Vietnam, Sally Hyde, decides to volunteer at a local veterans hospital to occupy her time. There she meets Luke Martin, a frustrated wheelchair-bound vet who has become disillusioned with the war. Sally and Luke develop a friendship that turns into a romance. Uh, Jane Fonda. Really, really good flick, dude. Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern. A love triangle for the ages. Yeah, really good. Um, yeah, it's been a long time since I saw it, so I, I can't get into the details on it, but I do remember it being very good. Yeah, very sexy and, uh, at one point. Oh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Say Weird. no more. 
I objectify Jane Fonda. I'm a villain. You objectify Jane Fonda. Oh, I'm talking about hero. John Voight. He gets his cock out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Little midnight cowboy. You know, it's one of those uh, put John Voight in a wheelchair and let him pretend like he can't walk and <laughs> let him win an Oscar. A classic genre. <laughs> a classic genre. Bruce Dern, uh, from the still pictures that I'm looking at right now, uh, seems menacing. Dude, Bruce Dern is very, I mean, he, Bruce Dern is great anyways, but he's really good in this. Like, yeah. he goes to, she, he goes to Vietnam, he gets sent away, and she winds up volunteering at the hospital just because for something to fucking do. She gets, like, kicked off of the base because he's no longer there. So she has yeah. to go find some place to live. And she starts volunteering at the hospital. The... And she meets Voight. Who's uh, less than enthusiastic about his current situation. Sure. But then Bruce Dern winds up coming back. And it's... Oh, dude, it's a really good movie. And it's not even a triangle. Because Bruce Dern like comes back and figures it out. And he's just like... He goes and sees John Voight. And he's just like whatever he, he doesn't even really fight over it oh okay uh, but it's really Not what i was quick. expecting yeah, yeah this is one i'm gonna revisit uh when it uh i had to get it at the library dude yeah but this seems like one that like criterion ran yeah it seems like i mean night. maybe it'll be there in a couple days maybe it'll pop up maybe it'll have a vietnam section oh that wouldn't that be a thing heaven yeah. can wait 1978 directed by warren Beatty and buck henry Written by Warren Beatty and Elaine May. I don't like when the when they mm. do uh directed by Warren Beatty and Buck Henry. Just why yeah, do you start, fucking direct it? I'm starting to think maybe Warren Beatty uh didn't uh, threw his name less. on that. Mm. Yeah, a little bit. Joe Pendleton is a I quarterback. Think he was known for that, wasn't he? Uh, or am I casting aspersions? <laughs> am I? I'm I'm sure it's well documented. Let me but... ask you: Is Warren Beatty still alive? He's dead, right? No, 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 no. He's very much alive. He's he is the, very uh, much alive, you're telling me. Yeah, he did the uh, La La Land Moonlight mix-up. That was him. Him and Faye Dunn. Yeah, we still got Warren Bait. All right. If you're, uh, if, you're, if you're saying it, Sean, I'm going to assume that it's correct because you have internet access. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking. You right. wouldn't say that if you didn't. I mean, look, I, mean hey, I could see if you were off-grid and you were guessing, but you'd tell me. I haven't talked to him in a couple of weeks. But the last time I talked to Warren Beatty, he was very Ned much Beatty's alive. dead, right? I have no idea. Not, I know not, Ned Beatty's dead. Not pertinent. Not pertinent. You don't think Ned Beatty dying is pertinent to any of this? To a conversation about whether Warren Beatty is alive? No, yeah. I don't. Are they related? No. Holy moly, Ned Beatty died June 13th, 2021. Yeah, we lost just over a year ago, huh? Never. Yep. He was never able to... To live yeah. to see the discourse between Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh over Darling, Don't Worry. Oh. That's crazy. He did get to Ned see 9-11, though. Yeah, absolutely didn't. He so, fucking loved he it. On, he didn't miss out on everything. Big fan. Joe Pendleton is a quarterback preparing to lead his team to the Super Bowl when he's almost killed in an accident. An over-anxious angel plucks him to heaven only to discover that he wasn't ready to die, that his body has been cremated. A new body must be found in that of a recently murdered millionaire is chosen. His wife and accountant, the murderers, are confused by this development as he buys the L.A. Rams in order to once again quarterback them into the Super Bowl. Fuck off. Dude, I got like 20 minutes into this thing and I turned it off. I couldn't. Maybe I'll go back I and finish it someday. But... My mother took me to see this in the theater. 
when I was a child. And I don't, I just remember that he wore a gray sweatsuit. Yeah. And there was football involved. Uh-huh. And fuck it, being bored out of my mind. Like, why uh, we can't. Warren, Warren Beatty, Julie Christie, James Mason, uh, Jack Warden, Charles Grodin, Diane Cannon, Buck Henry. It's a good cast. Yeah, I mean, that's a good cast, but not for a fucking eight-year-old kid. Uh, the other thing is that this movie is a remake of a movie from the thirties called here comes Mr. Jordan, which I did watch and did think was nice and charming and, uh, definitely not, uh, too long like this movie. Yeah. How long and is it? Over two hours. This is a 101 minutes, but it was moving like a lot of snail's town. Pace. No. Snail's pace. Uh, the other this... thing, uh, <laughs> are you sure you weren't playing it at half speed? Oh shit. Oh. Game changer. Um, yeah, I just don't know why this movie was nominated. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, but I don't have a replacement for it. But I'm sure there is one. Halloween. Oh, the, oh Hollow, Halloween should have been in there. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I think Superman the movie got robbed out of a Best Picture nomination. This is uh, That movie had to have blown people's fucking brains away. Uh, it was pretty great. all time. Uh, at the, of the year. Here's of the top all 10 time of the year. now? No, no, no. Top 10, 1978. We got Superman, Grease, Animal House, Every Which Way But Loose, Heaven Can Wait, Hooper, Jaws 2, Up in Smoke, Revenge of the Pink Panther, and then The Deer Hunter. I know that uh, I know how you feel about Grease, but I, wouldn't, I think I wouldn't be mad if, there, dude. if it was nominated instead of Heaven yeah, Can Wait. I think, I think it should have been nominated over Heaven Can Wait. It's and I will, weird. I will go to my grave thinking that. Yeah. In fact, gonna I've already written up thoughts. what it's going to be on my tombstone. Oh, that's uh, well. Locked. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven gonna, can wait. They're going right to screw it up. It's going to say Bill McMorrow, 1970 to 2022, fucked by Greece. What? They're gonna mess that up, and it's gonna—they're gonna spell the country Greece, and yep. it's gonna cut be a whole incident. And we're all gonna go. He loved feta cheese, uh, but his hey, art so didn't. Quick with references. Uh, yo, that's the number one. You say Greek, I'm thinking feta. How do I get it in? <laughs> Oil. Uh, uh, heaven can wait. Heaven can get out of here. There is a movie called Heaven Can Wait that. It, was also from the 30s was also nominated and then they just switched the titles did you say uh, cheech and chong's up in smoke was the eighth highest movie that yeah uh i did yeah love that movie right behind jaws 2 uh and right ahead love of jaws the 2 of the pink panther i can see that i can see why jaws 2 wasn't nominated but i love it <laughs> yeah if jaws 2 gets a nomination we got a problem um yeah we're getting to the point where you're gonna start remembering seeing these movies in theater you're eight years oh, old yeah, dude. and you're like mom can we go see the new Can't romantic comedy sisters, buddy the new warren <laughs> Beatty, the new warren Beatty flick heaven can wait i love charles groden jack warden this is how you talk when you write heaven can wait midnight I express said, i love jack warden charles groden's in this picture he said it just like Jack Warden. Midnight Express, directed by Alan Parker. 
Billy Hayes is caught attempting to smuggle drugs out of Turkey. The Turkish courts decide to make an example of him, sentencing him to more than 30 years in prison. Hayes has two opportunities for release, the appeals made by his lawyer, his family, and the American government, or the Midnight Express. Uh, this movie, Fox. If yeah. Dan Hunter wasn't going to win, this movie this is, is my pick. Easily the second best movie. And it I... just proves how good Hash is, that it's worth 30 years in a prison. Yeah, you keep saying that. I, oh, I can't yeah, imagine dude. that's I'd true. go to prison for 30 years for the chance to have two kilos of hash. You're going to a Turkish prison, or you're going to one of I mean, these American you know, country club I prisons? See, I don't see nationalities. American where country club prisons. Like, I don't I don't go, oh, an American prison is better than this prison. I don't care. Send me to prison wherever. All right. You catch me with hash there. You send me there. You catch me here. You send me there. Oh, cash yeah. me cash yeah. me outside. Cash me outside. Great flick, dude. Yep. Young Randy Quaid. Uh, Randy Quaid. John Hurt is excellent. Randy Quaid is great. He was nominated, great. right? Hurt got nominated Hurt for was, it? yeah. Uh, Brad Davis. Quaid might have, could have probably got nominated for it. Maybe. Uh, I thought the main guy, like, that was my only uh, holdup, is I didn't think he was that good. Um, Brad Davis doesn't really. Yeah, he was. Uh, I looked at his uh, filmography. Yeah, not a lot of stuff on there. I think this movie, different person in the lead. Maybe like uh, Al Pacino is probably too old at that point. I don't know. Somebody do a Christopher Walken. I think uh, Walken could have been great in it. Dude, I watched uh, Breaking Away. Put Dennis Quaid as that fucking kid. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't like him, but the movie on a whole, it, fucking fantastic. The yeah, score really is good. great. Uh, the music is fucking awesome. The fucking you sets. love foot torture. Oh, dude. They're fucking beating the shit out of the kid's feet. Banana lands. Don't go to Turkish prison, folks. Did Not how many how many nominations did it get? You want to know? You want to know how many nominations yeah. it got? Right when I'm looking it up, um, I asked six. you six nominations. That's a lot of nominations to get. Deer Hunter and Heaven Can Wait lead with nine. Coming Home gets eight. Midnight Express does six. Uh, Midnight Express gets. I want to say it gets the screenplay. And that is it. Uh, nope, original no, one, score two. for Giorgio Moroder. Um, so score and screenplay. Uh, it's a great movie. Yeah, I it's saw, really good. I was on vacation one time with my wife before we had kids, and we were and watching. You were like, we can smuggle stuff back home. Uh, yep, we were coming down from the White Mountains, and uh, the White we watched, cocaine, right? We watched Locked Up Abro- an episode of Locked Up Abroad, and they had the real Midnight Express guy. Like yeah. doing the episode, and at the end of it, they mentioned he goes, "Oh yeah, they turned my story into a movie called Midnight Express." And I was like, oh, "I should watch that movie. That sounds awesome. This story is fucking fascinating." And then I never did it until last week, yeah. and I'm glad I did because it was good. Midnight Express. Choo choo. It's like they should at the be- beginning of the episode they should have said they also made this into a movie. Go watch Midnight Express instead. It's not streaming anywhere, so you could watch this uh, Locked Up Abroad. An unmarried woman, directed by Paul Mazursky. 
A wealthy woman from Manhattan's Upper East Side struggles to deal with her new identity and her sexuality after her husband of 16 years leaves her for a younger woman. Uh, Jill Clayborg. Berg. Jill Clayborg, Alan Bates, Michael Murphy. Uh, this was not available streaming. Yeah, uh, I don't. I had. I watched the trailer. It. Um, it seems like uh, maybe this is the birth of uh, Divorce Lady Learns to Fuck Again as a genre of film. Hey, you have to learn sometime, right? It had to come from somewhere. It's the number one they reason had to be, you and I don't they had get to divorced. Be the first, they had to be the first divorce lady that figured it out and then let all the rest of them know. Yep, and that fucking really, that, and that was down, that's where it all went downhill. Or mm-hmm. uphill, depending upon which where you are, whether uh, you're in the middle or up top. Yeah, number Maybe one reason I don't ever bottom. get divorced, I won't, I don't want to get divorced ever is because uh, I don't want to have to learn how to, to stick my stuff and stuff anymore. I just don't want to die alone. Oh, I don't care about that. <laughs> about um, me or you? Oh, yeah, about you. I wasn't talking about your why you don't want to get divorced, you idiot. You think I give a shit? Oh, yes, and? Uh, <laughs> you're supposed to add something. We talked about this in practice. <laughs> nah, I just like to be the guy that goes, yes, and? Uh, Paul Mazursky is the director. Uh, What's he done? Uh, he's done. Uh, shit. What's the name? Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice, an unmarried woman, Harry and Tonto, Down and Out in Beverly Hills, Moscow on the Hudson. Other movies. I mean, that's Moscow it. Moscow on I, the Hudson. That was Robin Williams, I think. Yeah, yeah. He's playing like Yakov Smirnoff, basically. In Hudson, Russia does things. In Moscow, Oscar, it be uh, also in the place. Oh, dude. Okay. I mean, all right. Here's the description of a Moscow on the Hudson, a movie that we're never going to talk about. <laughs> I believe it's a spy movie, right? A Russian circus visits the United States. A clown wants to defect, but doesn't oh, have the nerve. Fucking everybody always wants to defect. His saxophone playing friend, however, comes to the decision to defect in the middle of Bloomingdale's. He is befriended by the black security guard and falls in love with an Italian immigrant from behind the perfume counter. We follow his life as he works his way through the American dream and tries to find work as a musician. Uh, so, no. We follow him not... as he gets deported. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a spy thing. I thought it was. You know what I'm thinking? I think is uh... Spies Like Us. This was around that time. What was Spies Like Us? 83, maybe? No, there's a uh, Moscow, maybe Gorky Park, maybe? Was that are around hu- this Are you time? thinking of Hudson, Hudson Hawk? Oh, maybe I'm thinking about uh, Hudson Hudson Hawk. Hudson, Hudson News. That's Bruce the Willis, right? Recently? That is Hudson Hawk. Never seen it. Is that the one when he started doing blues music? Uh, Who's that one? That wasn't know. Hudson Hawk. That's a, Was he a... Hudson Hawk is like a, not- a notorious bomb. Yeah. And I think he's like an art thief or something. I've never seen it. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. I've been on a good run of watching movies I'm enjoying. Why not? Good it? run of movies you enjoy. Oh, dude, I've been on. Uh, I had my Micah Monroe uh, film festival. I watched. Oh, I love uh, Micah Monroe. Hot Summer Nights, baby. I watched uh, It Follows. And then the next night I watched uh, that new film Watcher. How's, how's Watcher? Pretty good. It's good. 
nice little uh little it's you know nothing not breaking any new ground yeah but uh it's good good ending i liked it i watched that uh, uh first reformed that we were talking about uh paul verhoven right is that no from paul schrader no. paul schrader who's who's Paul Verhoeven is RoboCop and Total Recall. And Paul Schrader, who did Instinct. Blue Collar, which we talked about the, yeah, on wrote, Criterion. Dude, really good flick. And he wrote um, Taxi Driver. That's his big claim. Oh, look at him writing a movie. And, and, he, harasses, and, he, and, he, and he allegedly harasses women in online poker games. But uh, he's a real... Paul Schrader on Twitter and Facebook is a real uh, unfiltered psychopath. What a great oh, guy. Really? Oh, yeah, cool. just a, not in a, not, a fun society we live in. No, 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 no. Not he's not like a Trump guy, but he is a he is just an unhinged, no filter guy. Uh, and then yeah, that's watched, not always my favorite thing. I watched the last uh, Micah Monroe. I watched uh, the oh, guest. Yeah. You ever seen the guest from 2014? No, it's her and Dan Stevens from Downton Abbey, and. You said you watched It Follows, right? Yeah. That's, yeah, It Follows. It Follows rules. But this movie, The Guest, you would really like. It's on Stars, I think. Or, no, it's on Showtime. It's on Showtime. Ah, we don't got Showtime now. Well, then fuck we off forever. It. We said, you know what? No. But when it shows up on something, uh, they got, check uh, it out, The Guest. I just found out that Better Off Dead is streaming on Showtime, I think. Yep. So you should go hit that shit before they take it away again. Put it in a vault. Put it in a vault. Throw it off a fucking mountain. Some kids chasing that film down for its fucking. I'll check out the gas, Sean. I'm in fucking full Boo England mode over here. Yeah, it's a good, uh, good little thriller. Very fun. But that's it. Next week, folks, uh, rerun, and the week after that, uh, we're talking about. We're talking about folks. We're talking about Kramer. We're talking about uh, the Laugh Factory. Jerry. We're talking Don't about do anything to that chicken, Jerry. That chicken never hurt nobody. The N word. Can you say Jerry, it? Should you it. say it? I was uh, doing the yeah. I was doing it before he did, got in trouble for that though. Yeah, and you've been doing it since. You never. You learned no you lessons. <laughs> uh next time, uh, Kramer versus Kramer is the winner, and then uh, of course we're gonna be talking about Norma Ray breaking Norma away. Ray is great. Apocalypse Now, and then uh, I'm calling it here one of my uh, top five favorite films of all time. All that jazz. Top five more. Of all time, Sean? Yeah, dude. It. Have you seen it yet? I started. I only watched like the opening credits, and then I I had to do something. But yeah, man, it's uh, it's really. Is it incredible. really that good? Mm-hmm. Fuck, dude. I might watch it today. Yeah. Yep. Are you bullshitting me? You playing no. a number? You doing it? Is this no. a riff? Nope, I watched it, and it's been the thing I've thought about the most since I watched it. No it's like shit. The, it's really... I'm also, like, I'm huge right now into Bob Fosse. I bought the fucking a biography. I've been reading it. Yeah. Watched all his movies. Watched this. But this all is... Right. so you just have a mental disorder. No, but this is a guy making a biological... Like, he made a biographical film about how great he is and how much like of a he shithead he is. It, right? Fosse directed he directed it. it, wrote it. It's about his entire life story. And then I don't want to get he, he makes his And it's his, got the great Roy Scheider in it. Yeah. His girlfriend in the film is played by the actress Anne Ranking, who uh was Bob Fosse's girlfriend during the uh period of time depicted in the film. Didn't you say he made her audition for it too? Yep. Oh great scene. Uh Margaret Qualley plays her from uh 
Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Fosse Verdon on FX. Yeah. Uh, and there's a great scene of her having to audition for her own life story. It's just really, Bob Fosse was a, just a true American psycho. And uh, this fucking movie is wild. When you think about all of the things behind the film. Yeah. Oof, it's fucking phenomenal. So am I going to enjoy it as much without reading his fucking biography? Yeah, no, just as a movie, it's also just a fucking cool-ass movie. All right. I'll I mean, you loved, you liked Cabaret. Loved Cabaret. So this is, great. His, this is, it's Cabaret is either number one or number two and all that jazz is whatever one is not yeah. those things. That was a sentence I said. I heard, that's a sentence I heard.